I'm Kerry Fink. Welcome to today's edition of the Kingdom Living Podcast with Glenn Reppel. It's such a pleasure uh, to get together with you and uh, to to just uh, really learn each time we sit down and dive into God's Word. How are you today, Glenn? Hey, great, Kerry. Th thank you. It's it's and it's awesome to see what God's doing uh, uh, with with His Word just spreading all over the world. Yeah, you know, I'm just so encouraged when I see the uh, literally the hundreds of thousands of people globally that are uh, finding the podcast and and sharing that it's making an impact on their lives uh, as people attach to it, uh, whether it's via Facebook. Uh, you can also find uh, the Repl Minute on Twitter. You find us on uh, LinkedIn. You uh, uh, we're just wherever you'll find social media, and of course, then now, Glenn. Uh, wherever every place where podcasts are happening, whether it's Apple iTunes or Amazon Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio. So people are finding this um, this teachings and really sharing it and appropriating it. And we were looking at some statistics. And what was really encouraging is not only the growing number of people who are finding, but the number of people that uh, they call it in social media are engaging with it, meaning that, that they're actually finding uh, the material to be useful and helpful in their lives. And Glenn, what's really encouraging about that is that as we always explain almost at the outset, you know, this isn't an opinion show. All that we're really doing as you go through these lessons is you're, you're, you're quoting scripture from the Holy Bible. And uh, that's, I think, one of the reasons that this is so powerful, Glenn. Yeah, yeah I, I, I agree with you because, uh, but, but again, it's been my, our experience uh with the word of God. Uh, it's the transformed life uh, by being a businessman and, and, and allowing the transformation to go on in my life and my family's life, my marriage, and, and just uh, through our business uh, that God's allowed and we, to God be the glory. Uh, it's just, it's exciting that we have a platform uh, that's not tied up with a building with a steeple on it, that we can get the ecclesia, the word of God, build a community of God that honors and glorifies him. This isn't about carrying Glenn. This is about the Lord Jesus Christ and the teachings and the unraveling and really the revelation of who Jesus Christ is. And that's what's so fun and exciting about bringing the word of God uh, each week. Absolutely. And I was thinking, even as you're talking about that, we have a, a really, I would call it another blockbuster uh, kind of title that, that, that is on deck for teaching today. And uh, if you're new to this, I just want to share with you, um, Glenn Reppel is the uh, CEO. He's had his own uh, financial company, uh, GA Reppel and Company, for years and years. And you really uh, tell the story. Your testimony is so uh, important. And in fact, I want to encourage you, if you haven't heard Glenn's testimony, uh, every one of the Kingdom Living podcasts, they're set aside so you can reach them at therepleminute.com. And you can find um, you can find every single of the Kingdom Living episodes that's out there, including look for, uh, it's Kingdom Living episode number 28, but it's Glenn's Kingdom Living testimony. And Glenn, it's really where you had an opportunity to share with how, as a business person, uh, you 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 were able to really become um, you really able to find your path where you could be both a powerful steward of the things of God, 
but also uh, a true student of the of, of the kingdom living and, and, and a way that you could now share it with us as we go on. And, and, and that's really important because our work hours are, are really the, the best time we have to just spread the word of God. And it happened to be, you know, I, you know, I, I went to church uh, uh, all the time, but then I had I hit that wall in my marriage. Uh, and we've been married 50 years now, but I hit that wall in my marriage and there's a business guy in, in my own business, uh, that discipled me and walked along with this, uh, for a period of time. So I got to see and witness what discipleship ministry really looks like in business. So th that's, what's exciting here. And I want to just encourage, uh, those that are listening and watching, uh, to do the same thing that we've been doing here. Uh, you know, what we've been trained is is to teach the word of God, you got to be ordained, go through uh, this type of thing. No, we are anointed with the blood of Jesus, and we're, we'll be talking about it in some of the podcasts. We are anointed. We come to Christ. We've been we've been recreated, and so uh, and that word of God just flows through us. And so it's important that we begin uh, to to spread the word of God out there and love on people because it's a great place because people are hurting. There's all kinds of uh, the sickness and disease and the thinking and the fear and the anxiety and the broken relationships uh, that are out there. So a tremendous opportunity to use the marketplace ministry uh, to, to just love on people. So, so well said, Glenn. And I was going to remind you, uh, viewer, if you're new uh, or listener, if you're new to the Kingdom Living podcast, again, uh, there are so many great titles. Uh, I, I was just sharing that I really like, it's very early in the series, uh, but it's called uh, Green Line, Red Line Living. And there's actually two podcasts or two teachings that you did about that, Glenn. And I think it's really foundational to establish that you understand and recognize your that you were created for kingdom living. And so all these titles that we talk about, uh, recent podcasts, Our Sonship, Heaven is Open Now, um, To Never Die. I mean, all these are, are just impacting you based on uh, what the Word of God has to say. And that's what I'm so excited as we get into today's teaching. This is going to just, uh, I think, knock it out of the park compared to, to, to some of the things that we've been talking about in recent episodes. Well, it is. And, you know, and then the neat thing, we're not constrained here because uh, many times, uh, you know, we talk what nullifies the Word of God and it's been religion and tradition. And so that's really been a major part of, of the book fraud is what lies and what, what religious uh, traditions that we bought into uh, that can liberate us from religion, really have that relationship with God. And so one of the questions that happened uh, this week in the discussion, uh, Carrie, was what is God's will? And we hear this all the time. So we're going to talk about that. But what, what we're going to do today is put the fraud fire extinguisher, which we'd like to do uh, with each teaching, uh, on the spirit of I am not. The spirit of I am not. Because we hear that a lot. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. And we want to put in the spirit, bring in the spirit of who I am, I am, because God is the great I am, and we're the I am with him, because he's living inside of us, the divine nature of God's living inside of us. So we, we've talked about this, we continue to talk about this, because we've got to realize there is a battle of the two kingdoms. We got, uh, we got in here, we got the spirit of I am not, and the spirit of I am. And, and under the spirit of I am not, 
that we got to realize that's the Babylonian system. That's also the religious system that we have. There's a religious system of works uh, that we have to, to get to God. We have to work, and we're going to be talking about some more of this. Uh, but it's the world system, too, that we brought into a religious system. And, and, and the Babylonian system uh, removes also the world system. The I am not uh, is an unbelief. And it leads to death because we, we talk about the two trees. And the I am system is one that's believing in God, the finished work of Jesus Christ. We're trusting God. And we have life and we find our identity because that's what's going on. People are looking for their identity and they fill that identity with all kinds of addictions, of food addiction, sugar addictions. Uh, they may say, hey, that's not much, but, you know, just the things that we put into our body and the way that we think. So it's really important that we we rec recognize these two uh, 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 kingdoms that are that are fighting. And what we find, and this is what Carrie was talking about, the green line and red line. And I'd love to get into the full teaching on this. But but this is it seems like in each teaching each week, uh, we, we I add a little more to it because it's just so exciting to see how this comes about because uh, we've had a teaching on heaven is open uh, and and what what we want to see here is in the three the three big questions we've asked is what are the three greatest historical events ever three greatest historical events ever and the first one is creation we have to grasp and understand creation and who the creator was and where the source of everything came from God created the heavens and the earth. And, and in that, you know, and he, and he said it was good. And he created us, man, in his own image. And we've got, and we got to grasp us because there's so many scriptures, meaning the book of Genesis is the revelation. It's a revelation book also. And it's a revelation of who Jesus Christ is all the way from Genesis to the book. It's about Jesus Christ and our identity and the love relationship that God has with his sons and daughters. It's a relationship book. It's a family book. So we have to understand creation. Then what we have in, in, in the garden in creation, uh, God, God planted two trees in the middle of the garden. And he had the tree of life and the tree of of good and evil, which is the tree of death, because when you eat from that tree, you'll surely die. And we need to understand that that's the tree of what I'm talking about here is the I am not tree. The tree of life is the tree of who I am, the spirit of life of who I am. And then we have the tree uh, of the knowledge of good and evil, the tree of death of who I am not. And so when we speak who I am not, we're seeing the symptoms there of fear, death, condemnation, guilt, shame, lack, unworthy. That's the tree of condemnation. And so what we see down here uh, is the kingdom of darkness, which came in because Adam and Eve chose to eat from the tree of who I am not, and the, the tree of lack. And because of that, the disobedience came in and death, both spiritual death, physical death came in. And so we have, as we call that the fall. So that's the second greatest event we need to understand uh, about the fall of what really happened. And so that's our rebellion. And out of that came the symptoms of the fall of our guilt, shame, pain, condemnation, inferior orphan complex, 
uh, uh, rejection, injustice, and fear. But what we have down here with the kingdom of darkness is the I am not. I'm not good enough. I'm not complete. I'm not perfect. I'm not loved. And there's so many more that go with that. But thanks be to God, before he created the heavens earth and, and formed it, he knew what man's uh, what man would do. And he knew that he'd have to bring Christ as the redemption, the blood of Jesus to redeem mankind, to bring us into the kingdom of God and make us perfect. And we taught on this last time was the perfection. He's made us perfect, complete. He's finished. So, th so the third greatest event is redemption. He redeemed us back to the green line. The green line is intended purpose of mankind is to live eternal life and never die never die spiritually, never die physically. And we need to understand that, what the word of God has to say on that. There's a, some, some teachings on that. And so, so when we're born again, we receive, and we start operating outside of time. God is outside of time and that, and he's living inside of us. So there's time, there's times when we've got, when time is just stopped. And when that's the revelation of God, just speaking to us. And so we have is the Holy Spirit uh, uh, Jesus came, he died, he rose again, and, and he had to leave so that the Holy Spirit could come and live inside of us. So uh, that's a short teaching on the green line, red line, but we need to understand some of the symptoms that we have on the spirit of I am not. And some of these symptoms are, I am not loved. I, I, I feel like I'm, I'm abandoned as an orphan. And we're going to get into this, the spirit of who I am, but let's look at these negative ones right now. And I'm, I'm putting these in red because uh, that's that's that red line. Uh, I, it, it, we have a competitive spirit to us to, to, to I always be trying to raise our hands, say, hey, I'm great and depress others. And then we have this uh, idea that I'm not adequate, the fear, the shame, the guilt, the regret, lack. Uh, I'm not just not good enough. And then we have this destructive thinking in bondage and in prison to our own thoughts, we begin thinking that the Babylonian system, the world system is the right way uh, when that actually is destructive. We have this defeated, and we have this idea of thinking bad news is coming, which, come, which can come in sickness and disease and death. Uh, and again, a part of this too, we're, we're seeking through the university systems uh, the, the, the knowledge of man and learning and seeking knowledge. Of man. And again, I'm not saying learning and knowledge isn't important. We have to put that in reference to the source of who gives us that knowledge and recognize that God is the creator of heaven's earth and everything. He made us. And so we're seeking man's knowledge. We put that ahead of God, the creator. Uh, that's, that's the I am not. And many times, these are symptoms. These are symptoms. We have a hard time forgiving and repenting, and forgiving ourselves and even others. And we labor, we're tired. There's a heaviness uh, that, that's inside of us. And we have a belief system. Look at this belief system. I call this the Santa Claus system. We have a belief, belief system of do, uh, if you do good, you get good. If you do bad, uh, you get bad. There's no grace and there's no mercy available. So when we give grace, that's operating in the I am system. And then, then we have this spirit of rejection and hurt and wounds, and, and we're easily offended. These are symptoms of the spirit of I am not. We have the fear of loss. And again, we've been bought with a price. 
And the idea is we own nothing. And again, dealing in the financial uh, world, uh, we think that we're, we're the stewards over uh, God's creation. That's the earth, and we're the stewards over uh, all of its possessions uh, that he owns and gives us to manage. And we have a fear of loss. And, and I often ask, can a steward lose money? And that's an interesting question. Can a steward lose money? Well, actually, a steward it can't, you know, it's not their money. They're stewarding God's money. So a steward can't lose money. So we have this fear of loss. And that's loss of life, uh, loss of sickness and disease, loss of a spouse, children. We walk in that fear. Uh, and again, uh, the symptom of an I am not is we fight to be right. We fight to be right. Uh, and, and, and another symptom is, is wanting personal gain. Look at this, personal gain more than righteousness seeking to get even. We seek to get even. We seek that gain over uh, versus righteousness. And again, another symptom is we can't enter into God's presence. We can't enter in God's. Look at all I've done over my life. I'm just not good enough. That's that. And we've talked about that sin consciousness. And this is a big one, which has, is a part of a religious spirit is my doing and my performance gets me to God. And so, but and I'm still lacking because I am not. And so that's the spirit of I am not. Let's move over to the spirit of I am, because this is really where we, wanna, we don't want to be and focus. And these are the symptoms, and these are some of the I ams. And again, this is so important because this, we, we speak on these things regularly. I am crucified with Christ, and I am resurrected with Christ. Now, again, this is so important. We're going to talk about some scriptures that relate to this. And I'm co-seated with Christ now. We're going to be looking at scriptures that help us with this. I am the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus as a saint. We've had teachings on this. I am complete in the finished work of Jesus Christ's love for me. And last time we talked about we've been perfected. We've been made perfect in Christ. And we've talked about I am anointed with right standing in Christ Jesus. We think anointing is something that happens uh, when we die, we get anointed, and we become saints. No, we're anointed now as priests and kings, uh, walking with the Holy Spirit inside of us now. I am led by the Holy Spirit to serve others, to further their calling and purpose in the kingdom of God. I am dependent. Now, look at this. See, we, we think, you know, it was really... Adam and Eve's independent spirit that broke away from listening and trusting God. And here, I am. This is an I am. I am dependent on the Holy Spirit to guide, direct, and comfort me. And again, that's the Holy Spirit. He is the comforter. I have victory and power over sin, death, and Satan. I have a kingdom of God mindset filled with, look at this, and I haven't done a teach on this, I will be, with the faith of Christ. Uh, not my faith, but the faith of Christ and the abundance of God's love, mercy, and grace. I am bilocational. We'll look at this in a, in a, a couple of minutes. I am bilocational, living, with, living on earth with Christ's presence in me, heaven and earth. We're going to talk about that. That gets with what is God's will. I am a son. I'm about building the kingdom of God. I'm a beloved son and daughter in whom God, look at this. 
I, who, whom God is well pleased. I'm totally loved and accepted by God. These are the symptoms of the spirit of who I am. That's our identity, looking for identity. I am a new creation with the divine blood of Christ living in me. We've had uh, teachings on our, our divine nature. I am forgiven, redeemed, healed as a king and priest on earth. I am blessed with the favor of God, uh, the favor of the Lord. Uh, I am the tree of life, overflowing with the light of Christ and the word of God in me. I am anointed. Well, let's look at the calling. And this is something that's so neat because one of the key prayers that we all have learned from childhood is the Lord's Prayer. And, and in there, it says, your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Now, what I'm showing here on the screen is the Passion Translation. But I want to make sure, let me read that again, or at least say it again. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. So what is God's will? What is God's will? And I think in the Passion and also in, in the King James Version that I just quoted there is, is the will, and in the Passion it says, is to manifest, manifest your kingdom realm and cause your every purpose. Manifest your kingdom realm and cause your every purpose to be fulfilled where? on earth, on earth, just as it is in heaven. So what is God's will and purpose? Is to manifest the kingdom realm here on earth as it is in heaven. And how does he do that? How does he do that? Through us, his children, his sons. And we, we've been teaching on that. And so, so what we see is is the universe the universe the universe is standing on its tiptoe yearning to see the unveiling of god's glorious sons and daughters and because that veil of the tree of life has been opened and we can go in and enter in so we're looking for the manifestations of sons of god to rule and reign here on earth to show the love of christ not the bitterness and the angry and, and the I, I am not, because he's come and given us, I am, this is who I am. We are sons and daughters, and the veil has been torn, and the glory of Jesus Christ is upon us now. The glory of, uh, is on us now. And what we read is, is, is also in 2 Peter 1, verses 3 and 4, another manifestation of his goodness. Is, is that everything we could ever need for life and godliness has already been deposited in us, in us by his divine power. <laughs> Let's just let that sink in. Everything we could ever need for life and godliness has already been deposited in us by his divine power. For all of this was lavished upon us through the rich experience of knowing him, who has called us by name, invited us to come to him through a glorious manifestation of his goodness. As a result of this, he has given us, you, us, the magnificent promises that are beyond 
all price <laughs> is beyond because we were purchased with a price. So we are beyond anything. So, so that through the power of these tremendous promises, we can experience partnership with the divine nature by which you have escaped the corrupt desires, that of the world, the I am not, the, uh, the, the world system versus the kingdom system. So bringing heaven to earth, heaven come to earth and live inside of man. And the Greek word here is koneos, which means to participate as a partner, to partake of, and to be a companion with, to have fellowship with the divine nature. God shares his nature with us. We're given birth by the Holy Spirit to be God's true sons and daughters. And, and, and every father imparts his DNA and his nature to his children. So with like us, that seed, the word of God that was planted in Mary this, that, that gave birth to Jesus is the same Holy Spirit word that was planted in each one of us when we're born again. Christ lives in us and transforms us into his very own likeness. In Christ, we share with them the divine nature, and we will all bear the image of the man from heaven, Jesus Christ. What we have then is, is the, the, the full, uh, it, the cogenesis in Christ. No one can, now look at this, no one can fully engage in heaven's perspective unless one's heavenly origin is realized. The Son of Man declares mankind's, mankind's co-genesis. So we're co-genesis. We're co-created in Christ. We've been redeemed and restored, and we're co-genesis. So this is another I am. I am a co-genesis in Christ. And until we realize that it's, that it's a both, that, that both heaven and earth were together. He created both. And what we realize here also is that I am in Christ. It's the I am in Christ. Uh, and, and what we read here in John 3, 13, and, and he's talking to Nicodemus here uh, about being born again. And no one has risen into the heavenly realm except the son of man who also exists in heaven. We need to understand that is that uh, Jesus didn't point to heaven. He, he you know, he's, he came uh, from heaven to live here on earth, redeemed. And so that's the same place is that Jesus, uh, it, it, and, and here I've got it uh, here. We are the same, we have the same time. He is seated at the same time with Christ in the heavenly realm, but also living our life on earth to please him. We are at the same time seated with Christ in the heavenly realm, but also living our life on earth to please him. I mean, we're in both places. We're seated in Christ. We're living on earth. And that's that co-locational uh, co or bilocational we have. And that's the same way that Christ was. He was bilocation, heaven and earth, living in the body. And this is what it, this is what it means uh, to be in Christ. The realm of the spirit, heaven and earth are one. And they've come to live in man so we can rule and reign and manifest the earth to bring honor and glory to God. So uh, we read also in, in uh, Romans 12, verses 1 and 2, is, you know, put on that mind of Christ. And when I came to Christ and was discipled in business, uh, and again, this is asking, what is God's will? 
and and the and the man that uh, that that disciple Ralph Harrell, uh, he he's I remember him never forget him saying this one day. Uh, this verse one, uh, Romans twelve verse one here is that beloved friends, uh, what should be our proper response to God's marvelous mercies that He's put onto us, but to surrender ourselves to God to be His sacred living sacrifice. And to live in holiness and experiencing all that delights his heart, for this becomes your genuine expression of worship. Now, this is the, the passion translation here the, that I'm going through, is, is that we become the sacrifice. We are living sacrifices. We, because he was the sacrifice that redeemed us, we become that living sacrifice. And, and that's our genuine expression of worship. So, and it's saying here, stop imitating the ideals and the idols, the ideals and opinions of the culture around you, because what we've got is all the opinions, uh, the newsworthy. And again, so all the news and what that's doing is infiltrating our thinking, our mindset, and that's man's things versus the kingdom of God. But here it is, but here's the but, but be inwardly transformed by the Holy Spirit, the word of God, through a total reformation of how you think. And that's washing ourselves with the word of God, with the blood of Jesus Christ, understanding who Christ is. And as, as we understand who Christ really is, we will also understand who we really are. And we're gonna see that because we are one with him in his glory. And that's in Colossians 3. We're going to be reading that in a second. So be inwardly, but be inwardly transformed by the Holy Spirit through a total reformation of how we think. This will empower you and I to discern God's will as you live a beautiful life, satisfying and perfect in his eyes. Let's just make sure we get this. Be be inwardly, inwardly transformed by the Holy Spirit through a total reformation of how we think. And that's going to happen through the Word of God. That's going to happen through the Holy Spirit, listening to the Holy Spirit. This will empower you, us, to discern God's will so we can know God's will. Because as the Holy Spirit is leading and guiding us, He's going to be showing us God's will because we're not listening to the opinions of the culture anymore and the ideals of what we've learned. We're listening to the Holy Spirit, to God speak to us, and you'll live a beautiful life, satisfying. Now look at this, perfect in his eyes. So how does God see us? He sees us through the blood of Jesus Christ perfectly without any stain, without any sin, without sin consciousness. He sees us as sons and daughters, and he wants to embrace us and show his love to us. And again, this has become one of my favorite, favorite scriptures, and I really just want to commit everybody that's listening and, and watching online is, is to commit this, because uh, it's just so, so important, is that is that this is Colossians 3, verses 1 through 4. And this is to be one with Christ in glory. Is, and let's just look at this. Christ's resurrection is your resurrection too. The I am. This is the I am. The I am. I am his resurrection. Christ's resurrection is my resurrection too. 
This is why I, we are to yearn for all that is above, for that's where Christ sits, enthroned at the place of all power, honor, and authority. And who's sitting there with him? We are. So his resurrection, and we're sitting in, in the heavenly with him now, and that's where he is in, with all power, honor, and authority. Yes, I am. You are. We are to feast on all the treasures of the heavenly realm and fill our thoughts with heavenly realities, not with the distractions of the natural realm, of the of the culture that we the culture's opinions of of who we who the culture wants to identify us with. We've identified with I am the I am's that we are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. Now look at this. We've been resurrected with Christ. And now your crucifixion with Christ has severed the tie to this life. We've been crucified with Christ and we no longer live, but Christ lives in us. So my crucifixion with Christ has severed the tie to this culture, to this life, to the opinions of man. And now my true life is hidden away in God, in Christ. So we're, we're resurrected with Christ. Now we've been crucified with Christ, we've severed our thinking and our mindset of the culture, and now our true life is hidden uh, hidden away in God, in Christ. And I just love this, this verse for here. And as Christ, and as Christ himself is seen for who he really is, because that's a part of, of opening our eyes to see who Christ really is. And as as Christ is really revealed who he is, as we see him for who we see him with the spiritual eyes, not with our natural eyes, but we see with spiritual eyes, and that's revealed to us who, who we really are will also be revealed. So as we pursue and seek him, we're going to find him with all of our heart. And as we we seek the word of God, he's going to be revealing. And as you ask questions, as you're as you're reading the word of God. In, in various translations of the word of God, ask the questions and the Holy Spirit will reveal to you who Christ is. And as Christ himself is seen for who he really is, who you are will also, who you really are will also be revealed. For you are now, you are now, now one with him in his glory. You're one with him now in his glory. Now, come on, isn't that really great? So our calling, our calling is to bring heaven to earth now. And we are and I am. As Christ is, so are we in this world. And he is the is, he was, and in the future. And, and this is who we are living in Christ Jesus now. You know, Glenn, as you're going through this, I keep thinking to the, uh, we call it the appendix in the book, Fraud, what God has to say about tactics of the enemy. And right there, um, you have all these who I am in Christ affirmations. And that's why what you're teaching, Glenn, seems so important if we're going to really access who God called us to be in kingdom living. The one with Christ in glory uh, you know, we've made that available as an offer. And if you'll see on the screen here, uh, you it's a download. You can grab the PDF. Uh, Glenn, we've talked about this, how it makes sense for somebody to maybe access these free special offers 
on the repleminute.com. If you just uh, go to the repleminute.com and uh, you'll see these are available to you, download them. I suggest you print them out, maybe put them uh, on the wall next to where you're working or maybe attack it to your refrigerator or someplace where you're going to remind yourself uh, because these affirmations are so important. I thought it was interesting, Glenn, at the beginning where you had the symptoms of I am not. <laughs> and that's most of the time where we begin, we tell ourselves those. And what we're supposed to be doing is reminding ourselves of who I am in Christ. And that's why this teaching plan, I think, is so important. Yeah, you know, it's so interesting with that. I hesitated. Do I even want to show who I am not? <laughs> because because we identify with that so much. And we're wanting, our desire is to identify with who we are in Christ, who I am. And so I thought, well, because well, we know, we know some of those things, but it's who I am in Christ. And just understand, we have, his, his blood was poured out for us so we can become the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. And again, yeah. Carrie, as, as you mentioned in the back of the book, uh, uh, I was just, there's seven pages, seven pages of I am's. And, and I know that, that we did that in one of the podcasts, too. There's seven pages in the appendix of the book that just goes through the IMs. And, and Carrie, we've talked about this before, of just encouraging everyone to just write down your IMs. When you, and, and again, just when you, and again, this is the fraud fire extinguisher, is that when you hear, uh, I am not, or somebody, that's not who I am, identify who you are and speak it to yourself, speak it over yourself, write it down, and this is who I am. What did Christ make us? When you're reading the Bible, uh, identify some I am's. Yeah, and I think it's also why I think as you close each program and we go through the uh, Believer's Declaration of Legal Rights, you know, it's the same it's the same point. In the book, Fraud, What God Has to Say About Tactics of the Enemy, which, folks, if you have not accessed this, please please uh, take a look at it, therepleminute.com. It's a very easy read. It's not a big book. It's not imposing. It's not intimidating. It's actually 40 bite-sized fraud chapters where you understand the game that the enemy is trying to play and you fight that fraud because uh, God has given you the tool, and then you step up to uh, really the believer's declaration of legal rights, which is really what you are entitled to as a uh, child of the living God. Yeah, and it's interesting. I got a call uh, yesterday uh, about uh, a, a gentleman just telling me about how he's in the second time taking his staff through the book, and he's talking about uh, chapter uh, uh, day 10, identity. Uh, because let's face it, that that is the tool that the enemy has used against us, our identity. And he used that against Jesus also. Whereas if you're the son of God, if you're the son of God, do these things. That's that was the temptation that that uh, the enemy said after after Jesus uh, uh, was baptized and went into the wilderness. And he said, if you're the son of God, do these things. And, and we have to know our identity of who we are. We're sons and daughters of God. We're made in his image. We're made in the likes. We have his DNA living inside of us. We have the blood of Jesus. And we are like him. As Christ is, so are we in this world. As we understand that identity, then the culture can't steal that from us. But the image, they're trying to tell us we're something else. So we need to write these in. I really encourage people to write. Right, write these and and encourage other people uh, with 
do, do devotions, send them out. This is how we, I got started years ago, just to encourage as something, some revelation or some knowledge comes to you that, that the Lord's showing you, send it out, email, because we need, we need the healthy kingdom living information being out there because the truth uh, and the word of God does not return void. Right. That's right. Absolutely. Well, uh, you know, we also make the Believer's Declaration of Legal Rights available to you. You can see the link that you can click to. Again, this is a great one to print out because it's also more IMs, Glenn. And uh, so uh, what I want to do is encourage you, if you're new to the series, uh, to make sure that you know that every uh, episode of Kingdom Living is available at thereplaminute.com. You can also go through and pick up uh, your copy of Fraud, the book. Um, you can also access the Fraud series. Uh, it's there on thereplaminute.com. And you can even uh, subscribe absolutely free of charge. Don't have to do anything other than leave your email. There's no other like big form or anything you have to fill out. But you can have the Repl Minute a daily Monday through Friday. Um, it's about a two to three minute uh, biblical motivational piece that will remind you of kingdom living precepts delivered right into your email box every Monday through Friday. You can get that also at repleminute.com. So, uh, Glenn, if you want to uh, uh, lead us through the Believer's Declaration of Legal Rights and pray us out, that would be what a wonderful way to 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 tie all of this together. Amen, amen, amen. And again, your kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven, through us as the sons and daughters. Uh, I am a special race, as a child of God, as a citizen in the kingdom of God, in the body of Christ, in a kingdom of priests. I belong to the family of God. I can enter into God's presence boldly now. I've been recreated into God's image and likeness of love. I manifest and experience heaven on earth now with righteousness, peace, and joy through the Holy Spirit. I am restored, redeemed, and recreated back with God, the Father, God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit living in me now. I have the Word of God, the Word of God dwelling in me. I have the crown of righteousness on my head and wear the garment of praise, which is the robe of righteousness. I have, look at these, I have the legal rights and privileges to use the name of Jesus. I have the legal authority as a believer over the principalities, powers, and rulers of the kingdom of darkness. I have, through the Holy Spirit living in me, in us, the resurrection power to cast out demons and to lay hands on the sick, and they are healed. Well, let's go before the throne uh, in the name of Jesus. Father, we come before you praising you, praising your son, praising you for what you've done. And as creator of the heavens and earth. And Father, we know, uh, we know your will is to work through your sons and daughters to manifest this earth, to bring your kingdom uh, to earth here now. And Father, we, we thank you. We thank you that, that you've told us through your word and shown us through your word who we are. Our identity is in you as your children. Father, we just pray over every person listening here that your word, we know it does not return void. It penetrates heart and build a hunger and a thirst for, for knowing you more because as, as Christ is revealed for who he is, who we also are will be really, will be revealed also. And Father, we, we just thank you. We thank you for your word. 
We thank you. We love you, Lord. We thank you for loving us and walk with everybody. Uh, and, and, and may we seek you with all of our heart. We thank you. We praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. And uh, thank you, Glenn, for another excellent teaching uh, in the Kingdom Living series. You know, the Bible promises we go from uh, faith to faith and glory to glory, and, and it just keeps getting better on Kingdom Living. So uh, if you found this helpful and useful and and uh, engaging for you, please, by all means, share this with uh with those that are in your circle. That's how uh, that's how the kingdom living can keep growing. And we thank you for tuning in and we'll see you again next time on Kingdom Living Podcast with Glenn Rappel. See you soon. God bless you.